Up in the morning at the crack of dawn Down to the kitchen with my long johns on Get out the skillet, put the flapjacks on I'm a-going fishing Take a deep breath of the morning air It'll chase your worries and lose your cares Grab your rod and I'll meet you there I'm a-going fishing Jeff Perrin has owned the Fly Fisher's Place in Sisters, Oregon since 1991. He has fished the rivers and lakes of Central Oregon for much longer than that, and he knows a thing or two about fly fishing. Go to flyfishersplace.com for Jeff's latest fishing report, plus information on guided trips, instruction, and more. Hey Jeff, what's happening? Well, hi, Michael. Thanks again for having me on your show. It's uh, it's always fun to be here talking about fishing and talking about my favorite subject. So, I know um, I know we're moving in uh, to you know kind of late fall fishing, early winter fishing. I really wanted to talk about you know some of the things that um, you know people that might be listening to the show, whether they live in Central Oregon or planning to visit Central Oregon, might be interested in. So a few of my favorite things to do, you know, in November and December are to fish the Metolius and the Fall River and uh, and usually also the Crooked River, but we'll talk about that a little bit more in detail here. One of the things that I, I love most uh, in the wintertime is kind of those days on the spring creeks, you know, the, the Metolius and the Fall River, spring-fed rivers, they don't fluctuate in water temperature too much in the wintertime than, than what they run water temperature-wise in the summer. Um, certainly a little bit cooler, but not a lot cooler. So the, the fish activity is, is still really good. Um, get some decent hatches of some mayflies and caddis, especially on the metolius, mayflies and midges over on the Fall River. Um, and, uh, and then as we move in a little bit later into the winter, uh, January and February, uh, some small stoneflies added to the mix on both of those places. But one of the coolest things about, you know, this late fall, early winter uh, fishing opportunity that we have, you know, fishing um, over on the Metolius is we fish these really big streamers for bull trout that run anywhere from, you know, 4 to 10 pounds, maybe even up to 15 pounds. So they're an exciting fish. They they fight like uh, they fight like a steelhead. A lot of times you'll hook them and they run clear across the river. Um, they don't generally jump, but boy, they they definitely wallow at the surface and shake their head and and slap their tail on the surface. And you need to bring a big net and you need to fish a at least a seven or eight weight fly rod for those. For for a couple of reasons, the the fish are big, so just fighting that that larger fish in the current, um, you know, doing that with a light trout rod isn't really fair to the fish. We want to get them in quickly, um, release them safely, and, and let them swim and, and live another day, obviously. So, um, but but they, they eat huge streamers. It's not uncommon this time of year to fish a streamer that's, you know, four, five, even seven or eight inches long. Um, and you fish them a lot like you do steelhead, actually. You throw the fly kind of across the river, let it sink. Uh, these streamers are tied pretty heavy with cone heads or extra weight on the hook, um, and so they sink really well, and then we, we just allow that fly to kind of swing across the current um, through the pools and, and up onto the, the tail outs uh, at the end of the pool, 
It's where a lot of the fish will be hanging, uh, looking to, to sit there and ambush prey. That's very, very exciting uh, fishing for those bull trout. And the other, the other really neat thing is, is that as we move into the colder times um, of the winter, those bull trout tend to eat really well little nymphs, especially little red nymphs. So flies like a chronomid that you might use at Crane Prairie or, or, uh, or East Lake uh, with that white bead on the front, a red body. Um, fish that underneath a strike indicator, and it works very, very well as a, as a bull trout fly. Um, other red flies like a, a Pertagon nymph uh, tied with a red, you know, kind of a flashy red body, a Copper John nymph uh, tied with a red wire body. Um, we've got another fly uh, that's, uh, that's red. It's called a lightning bug, which is typically tied in silver, but we, we also offer a, a red one at the store. It's been a great bull trout fly for us over the years. And then egg flies. Um, a lot of stuff spawns throughout the, um, throughout the winter. Um, get rainbows starting to spawn in, in January and February. Um, whitefish spawning throughout the winter. So there's always eggs in the drift out on the metolius. And egg flies can work re- great for a lot of species of fish. But certainly bull trout will eat those too. Um, so add those to your winter collection. You know, looking at uh, getting out in the wintertime... Obviously, you know, most people are seeing enough to sort of look at the weather and, and pick a day that's going to be a little bit nicer. And and I'm, you know, in that boat at this point in my life, too. You know, I can remember being young and dumb and, and fishing in almost any weather and freezing to death and driving on terrible roads. But, um, you know, these days kind of watch the weather, you know, if it's going to be above 40, um, definitely a great day to be out on the water. Um, and we, you know, we do get those glorious 50 degree days here and there in the winter time, which can be, you know, even better than, and those days, a lot of times we'll, um, we'll get a little afternoon hatch of bluing olives, uh, which is a small mayfly that hatches throughout the winter. Um, they're, they're darn near a year round mayfly. There are several species of bluing olives, but the ones that hatch in the winter are usually coming out hatching at the surface uh, sometime between about 12.30 and about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So not two and a half hours of straight hatch, but, you know, 20 minutes to an hour uh, on any given day, you should see, you know, fish poking their noses up, eating flies off of the surface of, of the metolius and, and, for that matter, the Fall River. Um, so anyway, those those would be you know my favorite places to go in the wintertime. Fall River is is got a, a nice afternoon hatch, uh, you know both bluing olive mayflies and midges. Um, pretty decent streamer fishing uh, here and there. Um, I was just out on the river a couple of days ago with a with a client and he caught a great brown trout on a streamer. Um, that's pretty rare. Most of the fish you're going to catch in the in the Fall River are going to be rainbows, um, but they do like to chase down a streamer, and it can be a great way to uh, go after them throughout the winter time. So yeah, what else? Oh, I was going to mention a little bit about the Crooked River. So you know, as we all know, Oregon is experiencing quite the drought, um, and we're looking at pretty low water conditions on the Crooked River. What, what we don't want to see is a, is a heavy-duty, um, you know, uh, cold snap, a big Arctic front where it gets, you know, gets in those negative numbers or, or below freezing for days on end. 
um, that will freeze the river up and, and probably cause some harm over on the river with the water levels where they are. But as of now, you know, as of November, um, water levels are running, you know, kind of around 50 cubic feet per second. Um, fish are eating some dry flies. We're still getting them on, on dries. Um, but much, much better with nymphs and, you know, little flies like zebra midges, uh, scuds, a fly called a Ray Charles, um, little, little Pertagon nymphs. Uh, those are excellent. Um, and then, uh, when the fish are rising, uh, a purple haze or a sparkle dun or a blue wing olive, uh, that's called the BDE blue wing olive. It's a really light, um, wonderful pattern. It's just gorgeous, uh, tide. We get them out of Montana. Um, a guy named Ben Ferminski invented the fly and, and, uh, it's a very cool fly. Anyway, it's one of one of our favorites, one of my favorites too, um, over at the uh, over at the Crooked River. Works a lot of places, but uh, but at the Crooked, that's the that's the one to have. I know my guides have been talking a lot about the Crooked River lately. Um, you know, catching fish on kind of a dry dropper system using a size sixteen or eighteen purple haze, and then running a little um, small mayfly nymph as a dropper off of the bend of the hook of the of the purple haze and kind of catching fish on both flies. Mostly the, the purple haze ends up as a strike indicator. So um, the fish are eating the nymph way more often than they're eating the dry fly. But it is pretty fun to, to know that, you know, the fish will come up and eat that dry fly too. So it's it's pulling double duty as a as an actual fishing fly and, and, uh, and an indicator. Um, so yeah. Fishing, you know, it's not over. Uh, I guess that for a lot of us, uh, fishing's never over unless the the weather just goes really, really bad in the wintertime, which can happen around here. Um, but uh, but so far, we're we're in good shape and things look great. So hopefully, you don't put your waders away yet. Look for those warm days. Watch your weather forecast, and um, you know, get out there and fish. It's it's an awful lot of fun, and you know, we'll we'll see you out on the water. Gone fishing, gone fishing today. Gone fishing, gone fishing, gone fishing, gone fishing my troubles away.